I hope you're ready. I beat bitches up. I will smash his head and eat it. Big brother, stop! Audacity? Too much, too little, nothing's right for you all. There we go! Hello and welcome back to The Challenge War of the Words podcast hosted by Angel Cake. I am Drew, also known as Angel Cake, and this week's podcast is going to be slightly different. Last week, I was like hyper-focused on giving you all the information on the Challenge CBS cast, everything that we know, going into the affiliation charts, and this week is a little bit more quiet. Uh, not a lot is going on in the Challenge universe as of right now. Now, speaking of the Challenge CBS, I do want to give what I believe is the final update to the Challenge CBS and the cast. So, I'm happy to say that last week's podcast, going over the Challenge CBS cast, that video is like 95% correct, which is incredible because the information was given to us so early and I made a video on it earlier than what I like to do because I like to see when the dust is settled, but I'm happy to report that majority of last week's podcast is correct. Up until you get to the Love Island section of the podcast, that's where we're missing a few extra people. Um, like a day or two after I dropped that podcast, two people were added to the Love Island side of things. Shannon from Love Island 3 and Cashel from Love Island 1, making it a 28-person cast for the Challenge CBS, where we have nine Big Brother, eight for both Survivor and Love Island, and three Amazing Race players, giving us a total of 28 competitors. And the only thing that is really different is the affiliation chart from last week's episode. If you either listened to the audio only version or the video version, you heard that there was a Love Island season three triangle as well as an X on the Beach triangle. Well, with the new additions, both of those triangles are now squares. Taking a look at the new Love Island affiliation chart, we can see that there is a Love Island season three square with Shannon, Cache, Cinco, and Giovanni, and then there's the bridge between Cache and Justine as they've met up with each other outside of Love Island. They've taken pictures, they've hung out, and then we have the X on the Beach Square with Justine, Sally, Cashel, and Kira, where all four are rumored to be on the upcoming season of X on the Beach, which is premiering on March 31st on MTV. So if you don't want to sit down and watch like three 60 episode seasons i would suggest just watching the x on the beach season that's coming up and maybe we can see kind of like how those four are vibing with justine sally kira and cashel will they be able to make a strong connection on that season vibe out with each other or will tensions be high and maybe they would want to take each other out or take one of the four out we're gonna have to wait and see what's gonna happen but that's the only thing that's different, is that it turns from six players coming in from Love Island to eight, and then the affiliation chart is, as you can see, two squares and a bridge between Cache and Justine. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, 
Why would you say this is the last update? The cast was just announced. Anything could happen. And you're correct. Anything could happen. Players can still be dropped. Alternates can be added into the main cast. However, when I go to Vevmo to the Challenge CBS speculation cast post by Pink Rose, and you go all the way past the cast list, They've already put up the spoiler warning, do not go past this point if you do not want to be spoiled on any of the eliminations, meaning that the season has already started to film, production has commenced, people could have been eliminated already. I do not want to be spoiled because me, Chris, and Chantel are going to be doing a fantasy draft of this whole cast list once the official cast has been revealed with all the cast photos, so I do not want to be spoiled. And because I don't want to be spoiled means that I will be staying off of Vevmo, particularly that posting, and I do not want to be spoiled at all. So I think that because of production is already commenced, eliminations could have taken place already, means that this cast list is pretty much set in stone at this point and rarely anything is going to change barring from any like shutdowns of uh, COVID protocols being messed with or somebody breaking the rules, having to go into another quarantine, people having to leave because they broke the rules. Barring any of that, this should be the cast. All 28 players should be on there and we should be seeing a season very soon this summer. Um, but speaking of a challenge season, GamerVev took to Twitter and announced that Netflix is doing its own sort of challenge type spinoff. Their tweet says that Netflix is currently filming a challenge type show with the cast of Love is Blind, The Circle, and Too Hot to Handle. They are currently filming in Panama. It could be in the early stages and filming hasn't begun yet, but crew is on location. This is interesting for the sole fact that we could be getting yet more challenge content, not necessarily challenge related or MTV personnel or anything like that, but just something sort of like the challenge being produced, sort of like the challenge CBS, but of course Viacom and CBS and MTV are all having their hands on that one. So that's gonna be run very similar to the challenges that we've seen. This is kind of like a, an off-brand of the challenge, I'm guessing, kind of like instead of Fruit Loops, it's like Fruit Circles or Fruity Circles or something like that. You know, those generic cereals that come in the bags instead of the actual boxes. I feel like that's what we're gonna get with this. Um, I think that this is interesting news, but I'm also not, excited for it or looking out for it. Like if I had the choice between the Challenge CBS and this Netflix show, I'm more excited for the Challenge CBS. And I've told everybody on the last podcast that I'm not like jumping out of my seat for the Challenge CBS. So it's like if my excitement and enthusiasm is very moderate for the Challenge CBS and I'm not looking forward to this Netflix one at all, then it's kind of like it's really low. I have very low expectations. I don't know what this challenge type of show could look like. I'm thinking back to Love is Blind season one and season two, The Circle seasons one through three, and Too Hot to Handle, like season one and season two. Like nobody I'm thinking about on any of those shows or seasons, I'm like, yes, I'm so excited to see all of these people or the possibility of any of these people on this type of show. I mean, I'm hoping that Kells could be making an appearance on this challenge type of show and actually do well because on the challenge 
37, I mean, they were thrown to the wolves as rookies as the whole house was going up against them, mainly Fessy. So to me, the possibility of maybe seeing Kells, Ed, Ed's brother possibly being on this type of season could be fun. I'm sure we're going to see the one woman, I can't remember her name, that was on both Too Hot to Handle Season 1 and uh, The Circle will also be on this show because they just love to cast her in a lot of different scenarios. I wonder if Ed's mom would also join in for like a trio alliance already coming in of Ed, his brother, and his mom. That would be funny. I think that would be really, really funny. <laughs> but it just feels like Netflix is doing this like copy and paste thing recently. And I'm not saying like they're the only show or streaming service that is taking other ideas and trying to make it their own. It's kind of like when a friend copies off your homework, but then they have to try to make it like their own and put their own twist to it. But it just feels like so much of Netflix's new original content isn't that new or original. Like 20-somethings that they put out there like a couple of months ago or last year, that's essentially the real world. Then they have this new Love is Blind spinoff where they have couples coming onto the show. One side of the couple really wants to get married and is totally ready to settle their lives with the person and their partner. And then the other person doesn't know if they want to get married. So they have to split off, date other people, live with other people. And to me, that sounds very much so like Temptation Island mixed with a little bit of Married at First Sight, which Love is Blind is kind of like Married at First Sight. And now they have this challenge TV show. Um, I'm going to be watching it. I don't know if I'm going to cover it on my channel. I haven't done too many Netflix shows, um, but I'll see what the cast looks like. I'll definitely watch it because I've watched every single season of Love is Blind, The Circle, and Too Hot to Handle. I actually haven't finished The Circle season three. Um, I'm one episode away I'm too scared to watch it because one of my favorite players is in a very precocious situation there and I don't want to see them leave because of like an alliance and all that other stuff. So I think it could be interesting, but after seeing some of like the circle was a little bit boring and some of the iterations and some of the season too hot to handle had its peaks and valleys in both of its seasons, more valleys than peaks in my opinion, but the Too Hot to Handle side would be the young, vibrant side of the game, where Love is Blind is a little bit more of the older crowd, and then the circle is kind of like all over the place. It's like a mixed bag, because everybody was just trying to figure out who was catfishing. So it could be interesting. It's also interesting that they filmed in Panama, which is a very popular filming site for the challenge, i.e., the Challenge All-Stars 3 just wrapped up filming in Panama uh, this past year. Like, it's super, super interesting. The similarities, and I wonder if they got the same house, which would be really funny. I'm not going to lie. That would be really funny if they got the same house and was trying to do, like, the same kind of vibe as The Challenge. I'll watch it. I'll give it a look. And I'll probably talk about it in the Patreon tier where I just go over every reality TV show that I watch during the month and I'll talk about it then. I just don't think it will be super thrilling and enthralling to talk about uh, 
doing its own series on my channel. But if that's something you think would be interesting for me to cover and you would be interested in me doing a series on it and going week by week and episode by episode with, let me know down in the comment section below if you're watching the video version of this podcast. If you're listening to the audio version, uh, go to Angel Cake Entertainment on YouTube and leave me a comment on this video podcast. Let me know. I felt that was interesting, but something else that's interesting that was announced this past week is that MTV's The Challenge is launching its first workout series featuring Tori Deal, Mark Long, and more. What? <laughs> you might be thinking, I'm confused. What's happening here? Well, this past week, People.com and People Magazine had the exclusive announcement that MTV's The Challenge is launching its first workout series. I have the article up and I want to read through it and kind of give my own thoughts and feelings after we read what is on the article. So this article was published on March 16th. Um, and it starts off saying fans of The Challenge will soon be able to train like a vet. People can exclusively reveal that the MTV competition show plans to launch its first ever workout series hosted by challenge veteran and fitness professional Rachel Robinson. Yo, yo, that's awesome. Fellow vets Tori Deal, Corey Lay, Mark Long, Devin Simone, Nelson Thomas, and Nicole Z will join Robinson 39 as guests. I don't know why Rachel's age has to be thrown in there, but... Okay, so we're like three sentences into this article and I already have a problem with saying that fellow vets and then Corey Lay in the same sentence. He has done one season. Um, he is not technically a vet in my opinion and a lot of the audience's opinions. Now, nowadays, the lines are blurred. If you've done one season, some people call you a vet. Other people say, like, you have to have a full year. Other people say you have to have at least three seasons under your belt. Um, I kind of like the idea of three seasons under your belt to be then called a vet. By that time, you're normally able to get your feet in the deep end. You have a lot of social cues, social standings. I know Corey has been, like, all over the place with a lot of people hanging out, especially doing this uh, series. So, I mean, he could be getting in really good with the vet so the next season we see of him maybe the challenge 38 he will be a lot more protected than he was his first season out but let's keep going here uh the videos will be available on the challenges youtube page on april 18th uh, less than a month away each 30 minute class will have a specific concentration such as full body strength legs back and chest and abs and ass there is a lot of ands and some of those ands don't really go together. Uh, like back and chest um, work out two different muscle groups. And normally if you're putting muscle groups together, uh, if your back gives out, your biceps will take over. So uh, I know when I was working out a lot during college, I would do like back and biceps and then chest and triceps together, not back and chest together. Um, that's an interesting pairing, but... Um, 
yeah, we'll be able to get a full body workout. Uh, the challenge previously collaborated with Barry's Bootcamp, where Robinson works as an instructor for a series of virtual classes ahead of Double Agents premiere in December 2020. I did not know that. The classes featured appearances from challengers Deal, 29, Thomas, 33, Nani Gonzalez, and survivors Natalie Anderson. At the time, Deal told People she relied on YouTube workout videos to help her train for Double Agents especially with gyms closed due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Too bad she didn't look up YouTube videos on like how to talk to the rookies and not call them layups and not get a target on your back. Maybe she should have looked up training and gym videos on YouTube and then gotten a Paramount Plus subscription so she could watch other seasons of the challenge so she knew how not to get thrown into an elimination uh, with her best friend. Maybe, maybe just a little bit. Uh, we have a quote here. I always want to try to do some aspect of cardio in my workout, as well as lifting so that I can maintain my strength and then just doing a bunch of HIIT workouts, Deal said. And if you don't have access to anything, sometimes I put on a YouTube video and I'm like, I'm gonna do this YouTube HIIT class workout by myself in my room with no weights until I feel like I'm sweating enough. Deal said she aims to get a workout in by any means necessary. I think that that's the mentality you have to have to train, the reality star added. This summer, the challenge will head to CBS as part of a global two-part tournament featuring reality titans from the CBS universe. Did that, was that really in the trailer? Gosh, man, really? After looking at that cast, I mean, some are titans and some are not. Uh, the CBS winner will advance to the challenge War of the Worlds, well, they'll take the champions of the Challenge Argentina, the Challenge Australia, and the Challenge UK on Paramount+. Plus. The winner will be named the first Challenge World Champion. And yeah, that was that was basically the part of the article where it's like they have to say like a whole bunch of random facts to make sure like the article is cool, like as long as you say a whole bunch of facts. But so that's the exclusive that they got that they were able to announce that they were doing some workout videos that that'll be available on the MTV Challenge YouTube channel. And that I guess there's going to be multiple classes that are 30 minutes long. So I had some questions. Like when Pink Rose kind of threw it out there that they were doing some workout video stuff. I didn't have it in my brain that they were trying to like put up workout classes. I thought like they were going to be one of those slice of life type of videos where they follow challengers around like various challengers and we get to see what they do when they get the call from the challenge to come be on a season and then what their mentality is in training for the upcoming season so like maybe we would see what they do when they wake up what they do to pre-workout get their mind right to go to the gym what they do at the gym give us a little bit of what they would possibly do to like get a workout in and then maybe what would they eat uh, during their training periods as they're heading towards being on the next challenge season. Like I was thinking like, okay, this challenge video will be featuring Nelson and Tori and they're in two different areas, but they can take their GoPros or whatever and then film themselves like getting ready in the mornings and going to the gym and working out and then talking through their workouts and what they like to do with cardio or maybe they don't like to do cardio. Maybe they like to do strength training. I thought that would be where they were going with it. Not, hey, let's get in front of our computers and make a workout class. I legit don't know who these videos are for and 
why they're making them. Like I get probably why they're making them because one, they're trying to build the challenge as a sport. And then you have these like physically strong competitors like Rachel Robinson, Mark Long, Nellie T. And they're like, let's put them in and let's show like why they're so fit, how they get so fit. And maybe people will get into it a little bit more. This I think would have been a great idea when the pandemic happened and nobody could go to the gym. This would have been a fantastic idea. You have the fandom loving the challenge. Yes, they're sitting at home. They can't really work out. So the people that like to work out maybe would check this out. And maybe the people that don't necessarily work out but are challenge fans would give this a look. But here and now doesn't necessarily make the most sense to me. Um, I just don't necessarily understand it i mean i get it that content is hard to come by some days like some weeks i will have a mental block i don't know what videos to make what videos people would want to see and if i would be interested in making those videos like if i'm mentally not into the video i just don't think the video will do well during that time and maybe i'll take a a break a couple of days off maybe i'll spend some time working on another idea, or it just takes me a little bit longer to come up with a few ideas in a row. Um, but to me, I just, I'm not super into this. <laughs> and I, I guess I'll turn it over to you. Are you into this workout series? Will you do the workouts with these challengers? Um, I'm excited just to have Rachel Robinson kind of in the mix in the challenge in some way. Maybe this could be a bridge where she is doing these workouts, she's talking to these other challenge vets and she kind of gets the itch to come back and play. Maybe we could see her on the challenge all-stars because maybe she's talking to Mark and then they kind of like, like get into the rhythm of talking about the challenge and talking about the good old days and then hearing how great the challenge all-stars is compared to what the seasons were back then when Rachel used to play all the time. And she's like, okay, maybe I do want to get into this. And maybe that's the spark we could see. And that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, I did have an idea, though. And I want to hear if this would be a fun idea that you would get a kick out of or you would want to watch is what if I were to watch these 30-minute workout videos and do them and make a video of me doing them, would you be interested in that? Um, I think that could be really fun. I did a lot of these workout videos in my Tiny Table Talks where it's like the Joseph Allen Ab Workout, uh, the Nelly T Boot Camp, the Corey Wharton Boot Camp, and I think that this would fit into the realm of maybe me getting on some, uh, getting my sweat on, feeling the burn, challenge style, and I don't know if that would be fun. It came to me that what if I watched it kind of like in an infomercial type of way, doing the exercises, I could give a gauge on how tiring they are and how extensive and advanced they are. I think it could be fun, but what do you think? Let me know in the comment section below if you think you would be interested in watching me doing these 30-minute workouts and uh, putting myself through that. Um, and also, are you interested in this idea? Because I don't know. I, to me, hearing and reading that article is questioning. Like, I just, I question why. Why? Why? <laughs> I guess that's the best. I'm, uh, for a loss of words, I'm just like, why? Why would we do that? So the final topic that I have that I thought was interesting and was 
uh, a fun one to bring up and it also ties into some other challenge content that is out there is that I guess Paulie on his Instagram uh, was doing an AMA and somebody asked him what's stopping you from proposing to Kara goals and he puts up a picture he answers it saying need to win a challenge first along with some other goals I've aligned for myself this year. Hmm. So thinking back to some of the posts that I read from GamerVev's tweets a few weeks back. Um, so they said that there is a very low chance that Kara and Polly were going to be on the Challenge 38. Um, so if... They're not going to be on the Challenge 38. They haven't been on the past couple of seasons. And there's no real timetable of when they could return or possibly if they would ever return. Um, hearing that the first point of why he hasn't proposed to Kara was to need to win a challenge first means that they'll probably never get engaged. Like, <laughs> I guess he's never going to propose. They're just not going to do it. Um I just thought that that was like interesting that that was the first line that threw it out there. Like, I guess that's another thing to get everybody talking like, oh, well, if I just say that I'm going to win the challenge, I mean, that means that it's going to be people going to be excited that maybe I'm going to be on the next challenge season or put more pressure on the challenge to put me on another season. But to me, I mean, to say like, Nah, I just need to win a challenge first, and along with some other goals I've aligned for myself this year. I mean, you could just say, like, we're just not in that headspace yet. There's nothing stopping me. I'm waiting for the perfect time. Kara and I are soulmates, and we're going to be lifelong partners forever, so there's no rush to get married. Um, that's not in our wheelhouse. There's so many other ways you can answer that, but to just be, like, the first thing is, like, well, I need to win a challenge. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, that is just so, I don't know, it, it was just a weird way to answer it, I thought it was interesting, I mean, they've been together for quite a while, I think they had a split at some point, but then they got back together, and they've been inseparable since, so, I mean, they're basically married, so, I mean, he doesn't have to really answer it, he doesn't have to put it out there why or why not they're not proposed, and, I mean, ultimately, they don't have to get married if they don't really want to, uh, I just thought it was interesting that the first line was, need to win a challenge. Now, catching up on some of the other challenge content that I've kind of been putting off or haven't been up to date on, uh, Jenna was on Challenge Mania a few weeks back, and she talked about her own wedding with Zach. And apparently, they were in talks with MTV to where that they were going to do like a series of showing off the weddings of multiple challenge uh, players, competitors, and people that have met on the challenge or challenge competitors, and they, we've seen their significant other. Uh, I think she mentioned that it was them, Jenna and Zach, along with Tony and Alyssa, and then Jordan and Tori were a part of the series, and it was going to be like a 10-part series. Um, I remember back with Final Reckoning, after Final Reckoning happened, there was a two-part special where CT was getting married that was all right it was fine like I get it it's CT he wanted to do it MTV was wanting to do it he's a legend of the game and I think Jenna mentioned like 
with the challenge and the fandom wants to see a lot of the characters, they want to see the people that they like, they enjoy, and knowing that the people got together on the challenge and they've been with us for how many years they've been on the show and how many years they've been together. I will say that I did not think that the CT getting married special was all that exciting. And CT is one of, if not the biggest legend in the game alongside like Bananas and and Darrell. And I think that there's a lot of people that wanted to see T get married or be a part of CT's life, especially CT, who is very much barred off. Like, he doesn't post a lot on social media. Um, he, out of everybody on the cast, he likes to keep to himself outside of the show. Um, Bananas is out there doing his NBC show. He's always putting stuff out on Instagram and all that stuff. Tori's always putting herself out there along with Jordan and and um, Cara, Paulie. I mean, you name it. Everybody's posting on a lot of their social media. Jenna... But CT is different. He is a legend of the challenge. He likes to keep to himself. He likes to be private. So when he was opening the door to like, yeah, you can see me getting married and, and to show his wife, who a lot of people had not seen, like a lot of the audience did not see her until that moment. So to me, I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. It makes sense. And it's kind of interesting that CT would give it the thumbs up to like, yeah, I want to show this off. I want to show my love and support and be a part of this special. Uh, but for everybody else in this series that was named, no thank you. <laughs> I just do not care. <laughs> I, I'm i not a huge fan of Zach, and I'm not a huge fan of Zach and Jenna together. Um, everything that they've been through, it I feel like it's been a headache, especially the last thing we've seen of them, our most recent memory of Zach and Jenna was on Total Madness when Zach was like taking his Invisalign out to throw a pity party for himself and guilt Jenna into quitting the game after she had a Red Skull, after she was like in a very good power position. I mean, she was good socially in the game to make it very far and possibly make it to the finals. I don't think anybody's beating Jenny in the finals, but Jenna was rather strong, and I think she would have made it very far in that game. Um, so that's the last memory. And the other memories have been a roller coaster with Zach and Jenna, where Zach is calling Jenna uh, Brooke, the whole Bumble situation in War of the Worlds. They do have a child now, so it seems like they are very much happy. At least what we see on social media, Jenna seemed happy on the Challenge Mania podcast talking about um, their relationship. I will say that they said that this was going to be a series. It fell through and she equates it to Jordan and Tori breaking up. And that's why we're not getting the series. I do feel like Jordan and Tori were the, the ones that were holding it all together. I think if they had Tori and Jordan, this series would be, yes, we're going to be doing this series. We're going to be showing off all the weddings because Tori and Jordan met on the challenge. They were on multiple seasons together. They got engaged on the challenge that I think it would have just been like, yeah, we're going to put this on TV for sure. 100%. Would I want to see it? Not really, but it would be more content. Um, but then again, more doesn't equal better. Hence the workout videos I'm not too thrilled about. Um, 
But yeah, I just I, I heard her say that there was going to be this giant series and it's like. No, I don't want to see that. I, I'm sorry, but it's it does feel at certain points that quantity and quality are just like interchangeable to some of the production team. And it's just like, yeah, let's just do more. Let's just do let's just throw everything at them and let's see if it works. Let's just throw it all at them and just see if it works. And it's like. We don't want overload. We don't want overload. We just want good, a good season. That's all we want. That's all we want. We want a good cast. We want some good twists. We want some good themes, good challenges, good eliminations. That's all we want. We want a solid season. That's the one thing that we all want. And it just seems like just the more things that build up, the more information that gets thrown at us, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it's just like here it is we're gonna be getting four challenge seasons along with all-stars along with challenge 38 later but there's also a tournament with this other four shows also there's gonna be workout videos and all this other stuff and we almost gave you a whole bunch of weddings to watch it just feels like so much is in the works or has been in the works and you just think, like, what if you just put all this time and energy into putting together a solid cast, a solid season, and just give that to us? Also, think of other programming to put on MTV besides ridiculousness. That's all I'm going to throw out there. <laughs> and honestly, if Polly were to have proposed to Kara, they would have been wrapped up in that 10-part series or whatever, how many, however many series there was going to be in that wedding series. that They were going to be wrapped up in that as well, which, oh, man, just a lot. Just a lot. Just a lot to think about that's like, you go, really? That was, that, that was what they were working on? But yeah. Anyways, that's it for this week on the Challenge War of the Words podcast with your host, Angel Cake. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thank you so much to my Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash angelcakevids. I am so thankful and grateful and appreciative to their generosity. Thank you so much for supporting me over at patreon.com slash angelcakevids. If you would like to support me, go check it out. I have a lot of great tiers, different price points. And if you would like to support me there, I would really appreciate you just checking it out. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to hear the audio-only version of this podcast, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. As well as if you like this podcast, go give it a rating and a review. It really helped me out. Also, if you are watching this on the video version, let me know down in the comment section below anything and everything you felt about all the topics that I talked about in this podcast. Also, while you're down there, hit that like and subscribe button. I'll be back really, really soon with another episode of the Challenge War of the Words podcast, as well as more challenge content, more content in general. But until then, peace. Take the money and run, teacher. Don't take care, hope to see you never.